Hey, it's Lisa. This episode of the REIT Search Podcast is sponsored by my Credible Health Bug Shop. If you're a nutritionist, dietitian, fit pro, or health coach, the shop contains a ton of done-for-you content to save you time and fill your digital marketing calendar. Every piece of content in the shop is pre-written, well-researched, expertly edited, and limited edition. As a health pro, you could choose from either long form or mini articles in your field of interest and use them to stay in touch with your audience without having to do the research and content creation yourself. Simply customize and paste them into your blog, email software, or social media platform and hit publish. To check out the Credible Health Blog Shop, visit my website at lisacleach.com. That's L-E-E-S-A-K-L-I-C-H. Research is a podcast that explores current nutritional research and health studies. Our lawyer says we have to let you know that this podcast is for entertainment, educational, and informative purposes only. If you have any health questions, see your doctor or licensed health professional. It works. Okay, so now let's see how they did the study and why we think this is a good one. Yeah. Hey, so I found this really cool study and it's funny because when I found out about it in January 2018, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing new nutrition study that came out. I have to share it with everyone and I shared it on Instagram and I shared it with everyone and I really am so glad that we have this podcast where I can actually talk about it. There's so many reasons why I love this study. One of which, of course, is because this is a very high quality study. It is a Get this, a randomized control trial of dietary improvement for adults with major depression. This is so innovative in so many ways because very, very few nutrition, and you know, Lindsay, very few nutrition trials are actually trials that are actually randomized, that are actually placebo controlled, and that actually use people, not healthy adults, but people who actually have the condition that we're trying to look at. Well, because it's so hard to do that with nutrition studies. So hard. They found a way. I know. And that's <laughs> why it like, blew my mind. And I'm like, oh my God, we have to talk about this because it is really, really cool. So I'll dive in that this is amazing trial. This was done in people. So A is done in people. Second of all, it's done in people with depression. And third of all, which I forgot to mention, was they're done, they're free living adults. So this isn't done in people who are, for example, hospitalized mm-hmm. or somehow institutionalized. This is done on people who are literally living their lives and they can grocery shop if they want to, and they can follow recipes if they want to. And punchline like they did and this is it's so cool when people get support they can make the changes that they need and it can actually help them like legitimately help not just people who tend to eat more broccoli tends to have like this is legit okay Mm -hmm. so i'll dive into the conclusion here's the conclusion is that this trial which i'll talk about in, in more detail in a few minutes okay actually targets depression And it found that people who had poor quality diets, which they measured, this wasn't subjective, and they had major depressive disorder, they split them into two groups. So one group had a 60-minute nutrition consultation with a dietitian over the course of 12 weeks. And they used a special diet, the modified Mediterranean diet. The second group, again, this is a randomized trial, had instead of 
nutrition consultations, they got these 60-minute support or befriending sessions over 12 weeks. Because we know that sometimes, especially when there's a mental health concern, having somebody to talk to who cares about you, who cares about your health, who you can relate to, mm-hmm. can sometimes help you forget oh, about the, the diet, right? changer, yeah. Changer. So what we want to do is we don't want to think that the nutrition people alone got that relationship building opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. With, with the, the dietitian, they had people who also had a relationship. Well, um, because with- either way, like both groups are interacting with a health professional, getting that one-on-one support. So it's a really good way to offer that control. So the befriending was, and I just learned this in the study because I don't study psychology, but befriending is used as a control for clinical trials of psychotherapy. I did not know that either. That's really cool. I know. So when they're testing out psychological treatments, they'll have people who get the psychological treatment, whatever it is, you know, CBT is one cognitive behavioral therapy, or they'll get a friend, a befriending. And with that, you don't get the psychotherapy. Mm Mm-hmm you get a friend and they discuss neutral topics and they play board games or whatever. And there was no dietary advice in this group. Okay. So what they did was they measured people who had depression. They measured what their scale of depression was. And they used the standard scale called the Montgomery Asperg depression rating scale, the M-A-D-R-S. And it gives you a score from zero to 60. So the people who were randomized to the dietary group at baseline. So Mm -hmm. at the beginning, their score on average was 26.1. That was their depression score. And then the social befriending group, their average was 24.7. So, I mean, when you randomize, you you kind of eliminate a bunch of other variables that could go in and you just make sure that, that these two numbers are fairly the same. And then after 12 weeks, 12 weeks of these seven 60 minute sessions, with a skilled person and modifying the Mediterranean diet slightly, the average depression score of these people from, went from 26.1 to 14.8. Wow, that's a huge drop. Amazing. I was like, this is amazing because when you're measuring things this way, you're supporting them and helping to change their diet. They're still free living. They can listen to you or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other group is still getting befriending, but no dietary advice. And you can drop the Montgomery Asperger depression rating scale from 26.1 to 14.8. Wow. That's when, big. It's big. It's great. Like think about having major depression and mm-hmm. you're, you're over 12 weeks of literally changing your diet. You can get better. Now the other group, the social baseline, so the group who got the befriending at baseline, they were 24.7, you'll recall. Mm-hmm. After 12 weeks, they improved too. They improved to 20.5. Okay, so there was a bit of improvement, which there makes was. sense. Exactly. And the whole idea with the randomizing to two groups is you can look at the differences between the groups, knowing that a bunch of steps were taken so that the only difference between the groups was the diet, mm-hmm. right? Of course, there are other confounding things that could happen, but when you're doing an experiment like this, you're really eliminating a lot of those other variables that could play into the results. Yeah. So that was the primary endpoint. That was the first thing they measured. So hashtag going with the modified Mediterranean diet from having a poor diet can and has improved depression in many people in a randomized control trial. Yeah. Yay for nutrition science. Yay. 
well, this is what we believe in. This is what we're here for. <laughs> and, and this study is amazing. So the secondary endpoint they measured was how many people got remission? How many people had their score go to what they consider to be remission, which is getting less than 10, right? So we know oh, the wow. average okay. went from 26.1 down to 14.8. And that's the average of all people. Sorry, did you say, yeah, I was going to say how many people were in the trial? 26 were end at the end. I mean, they recruited 67, but not everybody finished the 12 weeks. So at the end of the 12 weeks, they ended up with 26 in the modified Mediterranean diet and 24 in the befriending placebo uh, control group, they call it. Those are pretty good numbers. Yeah. So it's not bad, right? Um, And these are people with depression, mind you, which is great because you're actually studying this in people who you want to help as opposed to many studies just recruit healthy people. Yeah. So at 12 weeks in that group that changed their diet, 32% of them ended up in remission. Wow. 32%. A third. A third. Exactly. So a third of people ended up with remission of their Montgomery Aspect depression rating scale. So their scores at the end of 12 weeks were less than 10. Wow. A third of people who started with 26 on average ended up under 10. That's Amazing. fantastic. I mean, I wonder if we were to compare to pharmaceuticals, what the comparison That's would be. That's a great question. <laughs> exactly. Like we would want to compare this with other treatment effects as well. This was a breakthrough study. This had not been done before. So this is still yeah. needs to be looked at again, looked at bigger populations, et cetera. But the fact that this was a really high quality trial is definitely good evidence. Now, when they looked at how many people went into remission in the social group, the people who were befriended, of them did. So again, a few people who were befriended in in the social group improved their depression scores on average. It did improve a bit, not as much as with the diet and the consultations. Mm -hmm. And 8% of them actually went into remission versus 32% of the group. Yeah. That changed the diet. So almost nothing is either fully 100%, 100 100% or 0%. Yeah. Like everything is shades of gray and everything kind of has a percentage somewhere between zero and a hundred. Um, so these are, these are great. And these are really encouraging. They're very encouraging, especially since this is something people like people do it multiple times a day. They eat. They exactly. have to. So if we just change our approach to what we're eating and how we're eating, you know, knowing that just small changes over time can have such a huge impact on your mental health, which has a huge impact on just life. Right. The diet went from poor to a modified Mediterranean diet in, in some levels. I mean, again, mm-hmm. it wasn't zero to hundred, but the modified Mediterranean diet was, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit of this, like, okay, now that we know that this can help so many people, yeah. how do we do it? So here's how we do it. So this modified Mediterranean diet was chosen because the Mediterranean diet has so much research on helping all kinds of things. Right. Oh my God, yeah. Well, it's been in the news so much about all, uh, just how fantastic it is. Fantastic. You know, heart disease, you know, certain cancers, neurodegenerative diseases, even reduced risk for depression. I mean, we knew before this study that there's a correlation based on observations that people who eat better have a lower depression. And we didn't know if the depression made people not eat better, if the f- poor food increased your depression. We knew there were all these increased risks. We don't know if there was other confounding variables. Like we didn't know this, but that's what this study is a really solid first step to understanding the cause and effect. Yeah. 
Okay, so the modified Mediterranean diet here is what we want to recommend people. Okay. To do. It's got 12. Yeah, that's cool. Let's dive into this diet. So what do we say? We're nutrition professionals. So it's got 12 food groups. Okay. And I will list the food groups in decreasing order. And I will link to this in the show notes. So it has a beautiful giant triangle where it shows the kind of pyramid of foods. Okay. So the number one of the 12 food groups was whole grains. Oh, I know. I did not expect that. I thought it would be vegetables. Vegetables is next. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great, now the, the whole grains was five to eight servings a day and the vegetables was six per day. So they're okay. very similar um, in what they recommend. So whole grains, vegetables, and then fruits. Those okay. are the foundation of this modified Mediterranean diet. Okay. After that, we want to include legumes. Okay. And they also included low fat and unsweetened dairy, just two to three per day. Okay. The next groups are raw and unsalted nuts, fish, lean red meat, chicken, eggs, and olive oil. Yep. That sounds like a Mediterranean diet. <laughs> and they, again, this is, they just modified it to kind of suit this. This study was done at Deakin University in Australia. So they wanted it to not be a huge change between what people generally eat there, but they do want to make sure it was also nutritionally complete. Yeah. And, and wasn't too different from people. So those are the 11. Those are the 11 groups. And again, I'll link to it so we can, you don't have to memorize all of these. The 12th group was extra, extra foods. The least. Okay, what does that mean though? Exactly. So extra foods is no more than three a week. So not every day, not even every other day. Okay. And that's where they included sweets, refined cereals, fried food, fast food, processed meats. So they're not totally depleting these people of the yummy things in life that everybody complains you have to give up when you're trying to eat better. What they're saying is moderation, which is not a novel concept. No, I know. (laughs) You can still have your whatever sugary drink, fried food. Well, they said no more than three servings per week. So one serving every say two to three days. Okay. Three a week. So less than one every other day. And this feels to me like something that's more easily attained. Oh, for sure. More balanced. We definitely are starting with whole foods, like whole grains, vegetables, and fruits as your foundation, mm-hmm. which, you know, are full of fiber and full of vitamins. And they were allowed a little bit of wine, one or two drinks with a meal. Every day? That's a good question. It said that more than two a day were considered extra, but they were allowed one or two a day with meals. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of the Mediterranean cultures, wine is a staple. Like it's it's just there and it's not, they just have such a different mental approach to wine in the diet there and I enjoying find. food enjoying eating sitting down taking a break chatting. yes it's such a cultural cornerstone yes right like food is just something really to be enjoyed and sit and linger and socialize and I, I love that philosophy right. around food that slow food movement and just really yes. enjoying real food on your plate and taking the time out of your life to actually sit and enjoy every bite enjoy it exactly yeah oh that's fantastic and all of these things are so easy to start including it doesn't have to be an overhaul overnight start okay maybe tonight we're going to make some pasta so 
yeah, make the pasta, but throw a big salad on the side. Whole grain pasta, exactly. Yeah. And with with the fruits and vegetables, yes. Yeah. So just start modifying what you're eating and start leaning more towards whole grains, more vegetables, trying to eat fruit for dessert instead of having the the treats and saving the treats for more special occasions. Like this is all easily doable. This is, these are steps that are not complete overhaul. And this study shows that it can have a big difference in mental health. You know what else I really was interested in, in the study is people were allowed to consume it ad libitum. So they could eat as much as they wanted according to their appetite. And it was not a quantity restriction. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't a weight loss or calorie. It wasn't any of that. This was not a weight loss study. This was a, a mental health study yeah. um, and a nutrition study, but they were still allowed to eat how much they wanted, trying to adhere to this modified Mediterranean diet as much as possible. Yeah. I so, love that approach. I have yes. to say, because, you know, if you're eating real food and nutrient dense food, you're not really going to gorge on it. It's not like you're going to be like, oh my God, salad. I can't stop eating salad. (laughs) Like, you know, like you're going to like, if you make good salads and I know how to make good salads and you know, you, you love it when you're eating it and it tastes delicious, but you're not going to be like, oh my God, I just, it's not like ice cream, right? Where you're just going to eat it until you feel nauseous. It just doesn't work that way. (laughs) And and you know what? You bring up an amazing point because this is a high fiber diet. Yeah. It's going to fill you up. It's going to fill you up. It also was high in folate, is high in vitamin C. I mean, you have lots of fruits and vegetables. And this diet was actually created to meet all of the recommended dietary intake slash adequate intake requirements for adults, with the okay. only exception of vitamin D, because vitamin D is so hard to get from food directly yes. anyway. It isn't in that many foods. This is a topic for another you know, podcast possibly in the future, vitamin D, but this was a nutritionally complete high fiber diet Yes, started and was fundamentally based on whole grains, vegetables, fruits, and then, you know, with some legumes and some dairy and some different kinds of meats and eggs. And it still allowed a little bit of extra quote unquote, extra foods and wine. Yeah. So I think it's fantastic. I love that you shared this one this week. Super excited. Yeah, this was amazing. So of course, knowing that there's evidence that we need to, strong evidence, you know, with this trial as a randomized control trial out of our our ranking, it is a six out of seven. Mm -hmm. It is is high quality evidence because it was placebo controlled. This is the thing that is interesting. It wasn't connecting the dots. Like so many, some philosophies are based on connecting the dots, right? So you have a nutrient and this nutrient interacts with this enzyme. And then this enzyme has this, is in this biochemical reaction in yes. this cell and this cell is involved in this disease. And then of course, people with this disease have these clinical symptoms and you're connecting dot to dot to dot to dot to dot. And you know, every time you connect a dot, you are less sure of the connection from A to C than you are yes. from A to B. So this study looked at literally the foods, not individual nutrients, but an entire dietary because people don't eat nutrients they eat foods exactly and their clinical outcome directly which is how they score on these depression scales yeah so it was definitely a six out of seven rct protective role of mediterranean diets are are known and now there's evidence that it helps with depression well i love too that we're looking at the diet as a whole because when you look at individual nutrients there's so much other factors missing the big one in my mind being food synergy 
right. where, you know, like foods are meant to be whole, complete, mixed with other flavors, mixed with other nutrients, because they play off each other and they really can enhance each other together to have a bigger impact. And so, I mean, that's really what this comes down to is looking at how things work together. It's not any one thing, right? It's the culmination of everything that's coming together to have such a big impact. So, right. Including like they broke it down to 12 food groups. Yeah. I didn't notice any particular thing that was actually missing. Almost everything was allowed Yep. in, in certain amounts. Yep. Right. Like it wasn't like free of this or free of that. I mean, of course, if you have allergies. Oh yeah. You- celiac whatever you have you need to be cutting things out like I'm anaphylactic to brazil nuts yeah and I literally carry an EpiPen <laughs> I've had very bad reactions so I know that it's really nice that this diet works I can't have brazil nuts but that goes for everyone like there there are going to be exceptions where you can't have everything but the beauty of this is that it shows you can include everything yeah Thank you for sharing that one that's yeah, awesome for sure it was it was it was really cool I mean we still don't know all the dots to connect we don't know what does what and affecting what cell and what organ and what tissue and whatever, but I love that this is kind of end-to-end research. Yeah. Modified Mediterranean diet does help with depression symptoms in people with depression. Amazing. Yep. Considering, you know, as we record this, it's August 4th, we are five months into the pandemic and especially with fall coming, I know mental health issues are going to be forefront of people's minds. So this is fantastic that, you know, there are active ways we can push towards a much healthier state. It's, it's one thing we have control over. That's, yes. Uh, and thank you so much for bringing that up. That's, this is so relevant right now. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Definitely. Very, very useful information. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> All right. We'll okay. catch you guys in the next episode. <laughs> catch you then. Thank you for listening. For exploration into more health research, don't forget to subscribe. And we'd like to thank Joseph McDade for the music. If you have any comments, ideas, or recipes to share, you can reach us at ReetSearch on Instagram and Twitter and ReetSearch Podcast on Facebook. That's spelled R-E-E-T Search. Hey, it's Lisa. This episode of the REIT Search podcast is sponsored by My Credible Health Bug Shop. If you're a nutritionist, dietitian, fit pro, or health coach, the shop contains a ton of done-for-you content to save you time and fill your digital marketing calendar. Every piece of content in the shop is pre-written, well-researched, expertly edited, and limited edition. As a health pro, you could choose from either long form or mini articles in your field of interest and use them to stay in touch with your audience without having to do the research and content creation yourself. Simply customize and paste them into your blog, email software, or social media platform and hit publish. To check out the Credible Health Blog Shop, visit my website at lisacleach.com. That's L E E S A K L I C H dot com.